Hi, my name is Sherry Doherty, and I'm a 54-year-old lady in red, in act two of my career and living my best life. My perspective on life and behaviors have been governed by who I was as a child, who I became, and who I am still striving to be. People my age are beautiful, bold, confident, and full of wisdom. And truly, the encore of the story of your life is still when the best songs are yet to be sung. My mission in this podcast is to shine the spotlight on people like me, have real conversations about reinvention stories, and inspire you to continue to follow your dreams regardless of your age. I'm doing it for Daisy. Who are you doing it for? Good day and welcome to today's episode of the Encore Podcast. Today we're taking a little bit of a different approach and we have someone with us who has not quite found her Encore career yet and she's in that messy middle. So she had a great career, she's raised a family, she was very committed to a career path and a profession and something has changed recently, and she's found herself in that time of being a little bit lost, and I do have her permission to share that, trying to explore what her encore career is going to look like, and she has agreed today to talk to us from that perspective, which is different for us, so I'm very grateful for that. It's going to be an interesting conversation. With me today, I have Tammy Jones. Welcome to the podcast, Tammy. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. It's going to be interesting. I completely completely resonate with where you're at right now. As you know, about five years ago, I was in that same place and it sucks. Let's just call it what it is. Absolutely. It sucks. I was lost and I didn't know what I was going to do next, although I had an idea, but I didn't know how to even get started or if I could do it. I was very uncomfortable because I was always Sherry from somewhere. And whether that was a professional affiliation or other businesses I ran, I always said Sherry from somewhere, and then when I was out at networking events and I had nothing to say, I felt very lost. So I made a self-deprecating joke, and I would say, hi, I'm Sherry, and I'm currently untethered. Isn't that cute and witty? So you'll just remember I'm cute and witty, and not that I'm lost right now, and I want to go home and cry. That was my approach to dealing with it. Let's go backwards, though, before we get to your part. Tell us about yourself. Where were you born and raised? What was your childhood like? I mean, I'm from everywhere, really. I was born in Sudbury. I lived in Cape Real, just outside of Sudbury, until I was 14. Then I moved to Perth, lived there for two years, moved to Central America. Oh, okay. For the summer, where my parents were going to be there for three years. Then I moved with an aunt for a couple of months, then moved back to Central America. So I did grade 11 in two schools, one in Etobicoke and then the other one in Belize in Central America. Wow. Then I didn't want to stay at that school because it was actually a convent school. Okay. So I went to my last year of high school in Petoskey, Michigan. So I went to five different high schools in four years in three different countries. Oh, my goodness. So let me just tell you, that one sucked because you know what? When you graduate with people you do not know right, in a different country, it does kind of, you know what I mean? But I've always been a talker. I've always been able to meet people, so that wasn't an issue. But I wouldn't recommend that for the faint of heart. But anyway, so that's where I graduated from high school was in Petoskey, Michigan. Oh, wow. That is interesting, and I did not know all of that about you. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of backstory. <laughs> there is a lot of backstory to me. Anyway, so yeah, then I stayed in the States until I was about 20, and then I came back to Canada, and then, you know, I've done a few odd things here all and right. there. All right, tell us about those odd things. What was so your career like? I actually worked selling insurance 
Okay. And I sold an insurance that was door to door. So oh I was a cold caller, which again is not for someone who does not have big shoulders because right. the unfortunate thing is to get past they're saying no to the product, not no to you. Yeah. That is still a very hard pill to swallow when you're getting, you know, people assuming that you're, you know, flogging something else because they were just someone else came to the door. You know what I mean? So that was a bit much. So in the interim, I left that and I worked at what used to be Jurgens in Perth. It was changed to Perth Soap, so it was a factory. Okay. Not built for factory, not built for repetitive stuff I knew that was going to get me nowhere number one I was allergic to all the soap oh (laughs) that's a little bit of a problem yeah yeah. so then I went back to selling insurance and then got out of that worked retail briefly then after I had my son who is now going to be 23 I went to St. Lawrence okay and that's where I started my journey and the personal support worker and then I ended up staying in the same position for 20 years. I worked for one gentleman and decided to leave because I woke up one day and went, isn't there more for me to do? Right. Can you share a little bit more about who he was? Not by name, obviously, yeah, but the situation, uh, because mean, it's he, heartfelt. He is family. So it's almost like I left family, but I knew that I wasn't being all I could be. I'm not sure what that is yet, but do you know what I mean? I was on a hamster wheel. And I couldn't get off. I also had a father diagnosed with Alzheimer's during the pandemic. So I thought, okay, how can I take care of someone else and not my father? Fair. So, you know, as a female, we feel like everything rests on us. I have two brothers that do not live here. One lives in Sudbury and one lives in Mississauga. So being in the healthcare profession, I know that we are at a loss for PSWs. So when the shoe drops, they're going to need me. So right now on Wednesdays, I go hang out with my dad so my mom can go to like her weight loss class. Oh, good. Okay. Just to get her out yeah. and do her thing and whatever. But I don't want to stay in healthcare because I feel like that chapter needs to end. Just as a point of clarity, how old are you? I am 51. Excellent. Okay. So good times. right in the middle. So yeah. And I feel like, you know, as a woman, 51, a lot of things are changing hormonally. I feel like I'm just fell apart. I'm just coming out to the other side mentally, physically. I will be honest and say, like, I talk to a counselor, like, every six weeks now. Good for you. Because I'm like, you know, sometimes you don't want to unload everything on your partner. Yeah. I don't want him to be my counselor. Mm -hmm. Someone else can have that, right? Agreed, yeah. And I always prided myself that I was strong. Then I had to realize you can be strong by asking for help. I had a hard time with that. That actually takes great strength. Yeah. To admit that you need help. I admire it and respect it because for people like you and I who are strong personalities and doers and managers to admit you need some help hurts and is very difficult. So that's even a bigger strength to be able to do it. Yeah, because I come from a long line of generational women that pull up your bootstraps, suck it up, don't cry. You don't never let them see your sweat, but at some point, then you're not being your authentic self. Sometimes right. you have to, I'm not saying go cry to everybody, but sometimes you have to let someone in. And, you know, what resonated with me when you said, you know, you didn't know your place when you're not working. That's where I'm having a hard time because the first thing people say, oh, so what do you do? Right. And then, okay, you know what? We're not in that generation when it was like when my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Right. 
and it was okay. Now I find you're like a leper when you're a stay-at-home. Like, I still have a 12-year-old at home that still needs his mother. But you really are. Like, people look at you like you're crazy that you're at home. Well, that or people make up fancy titles like a domestic engineer or the CEO of my household. Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know what? I don't want to just be known as, you know, Nathan's mom. I don't want to just be known as Wes Jones's wife. But again, I don't know what I'm doing right now. So I'm just trying to find my footing because... You know, when you've done the same thing for 20 years, you realize your wheelhouse is really small and you've got to like, I've got to, you know, upgrade. I've got to do some things. I've got to get out of my comfort level. I realize that I am like a procrastinator. I am a fear of failure. And it's now time to go, okay, wait, what's going to be awful? I've had to like in my counseling realize that if I try something and it doesn't go anywhere, that's not a failure. Right. But I've had a hard time wrapping my head around that. Yeah, it's difficult. There's a saying, particularly in my industry, you either win or you learn. Yeah. And that's great. And it's a great reminder when sometimes you do falter and you're not successful at something that you try. Yeah. At least you've learned now, that's not my thing. And you can pick yourself back up and try again at something else. However, you know, you're looking for the thing, I'm going to call it kind of to latch. You know, when you are striking a match on a matchbox and it just won't ignite yeah. That's so frustrating because I felt like that was my life for a while. And I think maybe that's what you're saying. Yeah. And you're looking for the spark. Absolutely. And you're looking for something to set your fire again. You know, people say, well, what do you want to do? I don't know what I want to do. I know what I don't want to do. I don't want to go back to that easy, oh, okay, I can just be a PSW. because right. that I'm sure no, you could. You know what? I don't want to do that. It's time for me to do something that challenges me. So be it that I have to, you know, go back to school. I don't know. I'm just kind of doing some other things because it's summer. And if I'm being honest, I want to enjoy summer. My husband's like, well, don't why? you live on a lake? Yeah, he, I live on a lake. And he is the least person that's pressuring me. But I'm the banker. He's not the banker. So he's like, everything's fine. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm glad you're saying that. But you know what I mean? Like, But I see our bank account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I'm my like, house too. Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> It's so funny because I think one time we talked about the power of manifestation and so strange because just when I feel like I'm losing something, whatever, I'm telling you, I go to the mailbox and there's always money. That's beautiful. It's crazy. Just this week, three times I've gotten money that I didn't know I had. Oh my God. That is beautiful. Okay. And I was like, do you know what? The universe sometimes, because I was doubting, maybe I should just go back to working in a field that I know. Why am I whatever? I need a sign. Sign came. It's so crazy. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to put this power of man like in better, you know what I mean? And I think the thing is because I didn't realize that in some regards, like I'm not on social media, so I don't network that way, that I have to really start to, you know, reignite some friendships with people that don't have to do with Facebook and that don't have to because I'm not on that because, you know, people that know me like me. Right. And it's time. It's time to, you know, get out there. So I have actually been trying to branch out a bit more and I'm actually reconnecting with people that I haven't seen for a while. And it's been lovely. That's good. Do you feel, because I very much felt this way, that my career and my world was this safe cocoon. And literally for me, if you didn't work at my prior workplace in the town of Kingston, I didn't know you. My Absol- head was so far buried in that organization. Do you know what? Absolutely. That I have like quite a few acquaintances, but very few, like what I would say, 
that inner circle. And right. then my work was the same thing. I was in that bubble. That's why I had to get out of that. Cause I'm like, wait a second. You know what? Eventually people that keep asking you to do stuff and you keep saying no, they're going to stop. Right. They stop. Asking and so you. I had a girlfriend from high school that keeps reaching out and she's always been that one that always like reaches out, reaches out. And I finally went, you know what? This is ridiculous. I need to get together with her. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've made the commitment, okay? Like, you know what? Let's not just keep saying it. Tell me the day, mm -hmm. putting it on my calendar, and we're doing it. Perfect. That's beautiful. So I've actually got two engagements to see her. And actually, one of them is going to reconnect with some people from one of the many high schools I've been to. You know what I mean? And it's funny. It's like, maybe it's time. Because you know what? I think we define ourselves not only by our career, but as mothers. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? So again, I have one that's going to be 23, then I have one that's going to be 13, then I have one that's 20, you know what I mean? But once they're on and doing their own thing, it's really only the 13-year-old, and right now, you know, he's too cool. <laughs> like he's going to a dance tonight and I am dropping up like I'm literally you know don't let anybody see you mom like right. you know what I mean yeah. which I find funny but well I had my messy middle 2018 the same year I had an empty nest a business that we owned closed as well as my career changed all at once. So I hear you when it's like, if I'm not a mom, if I'm not a business owner, if I'm not corporate Sherry, all those things. I had no idea in 2018 who I was or what I did. And it's scary. It's freaking scary. I can tell you that much. I know. <laughs> so my I... heart is with you. There's so many people, and I know you've heard this through the podcast, that have been there, which was, I think, the reason it's so important to talk to somebody in the middle. Like, tell people it sucks. It sucks. We're it not going to lie to you. Yeah, it absolutely. sucks. What does every day look like for you now? So this was the thing. I found myself, it was almost like, I want to say pandemic mode. I was wearing the stretch pants every day, like, because I had nowhere to go to. Right. But I was always that person that my mom never had to wake me up. I was up. I had my hair done, my face done, whatever. Because I was always, if I look good, I feel good, I am good. Well, Same. I got into that rut of doing nothing with myself and I'm like do you know what I mean like literally like I have a shower put my hair back and wonder why I felt sluggish so now I've got myself in the routine of okay enough of this crap like I get up with my husband before he goes to work we kind of like reconnect in the morning and then he goes off to work I get up I go right upstairs like I'm starting my day, Right. have a shower, do Good. my hair, do my face. I don't have to put on full glam, mm -hmm. but sometimes, as my grandmother said, just some lipstick makes the world <laughs> Oh, I did it every day of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Full hair, so, full makeup, got dressed. And then if I am going out somewhere just to meet someone, I probably am dressed up a little more than I should be, but I do it because I have nothing to dress up. You know what I mean? Well, it's for you. That's right. Absolutely. Well. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not meant for like sweatsuit. You know what I mean? That's for a sick day. Right. Agreed. And I felt like I was in sick day mode for way too long. So I've gotten myself out of that as well. Good for you. And that's helping good for you that's great because if someone knocks at the door i'm not panicked like going oh my god they're gonna see that oh my god i didn't put my face on you know what i mean <laughs> so now i'm prepared yep. just in case no, you I, just never know for me it was about my self-confidence and feeling like myself so i already felt like a hot mess inside i didn't need to look like a hot mess on the outside so it was my confidence face 
that I was putting on every day for me. And that was either in my messy middle or during the pandemic or any time like that. You're right, throw on some lipstick and you know you brighten up your face and you feel a little bit more confident and pretty and you can go tackle the world again. 100% agree with that. How are you exploring what your next chapter looks like? So I actually finally did a resume, which seems, you know, whatever, easy breezy, but when you haven't done one for 20 years, and then I realized I was only putting one facet of, there's all kinds of things. I had to like actually talk to a friend who went, wait a second, but you did this, Tammy. You did this. Like, I didn't realize there were so many things that I was capable of doing. Right. Because I had myself in the box of PSW and then wondering why the only people that wanted to hire me were for healthcare. Well, because that's all I was showing people. Right. So I've actually done the resume now. And so I'm kind of looking at different possibilities. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think, you know, what does it look like? You know, and I'm not really sure if I want a office setting because I did that briefly in the mix of being a PSW. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like I still have no clue. Okay. Which is scary, but I know what I don't want. I want to spend time also with my family. So I know that I don't want something that's going to be, if my husband is Monday to Friday, I don't want to work every weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. That's for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I need to do something in a social, I don't know. You are very social. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to do something. Like, I wish someone could pay me to party. But you know, <laughs> but who wants to party with a 50-year-old woman? I don't know, but whatever. Other 50-year-old women. That's exactly. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out what that looks like. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm still, you know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Not everybody has the answer. I don't have an answer. My answer is, you know what's helping me is high-fiving myself in the mirror every day. Good for you. I've heard that. Do you want to talk a little bit more you, about and it? And so I have a friend that's doing it as well. And I'm not kidding you. When you first start doing it, you think, am I like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? But eventually, you're just letting yourself know you're okay. Yeah, you got this. And so, you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh my God, am I losing my marbles? Like, you know what I mean? No, I just needed to get out of the negative. Right. Good for you. When you think about your future, mm -hmm. how will you know that you found your next passion? How will you feel? So not necessarily what the job will be, but how will you feel to feel again, this is right, this is my encore career, this is where I'm supposed to be? I think the main thing is if I'm excited to get up in the morning, get ready and go. Right. I found myself such a rut because I wasn't doing what my next chapter should be. And, you know, I'm a person that very, very like, okay, I don't change. You know, I stay in my lane. Like I left my job kind of abruptly in the sense that after 20 years, I kind of just said, no, I'm done. You know, I mean, I obviously gave notice and I mean, I'm still very close to, you know, the person that I worked for. But I had to do it in that way that I couldn't give it like a lot of thought. Like because rip I would off have, the band-aid. Yeah, because I would have stayed. Mm -hmm. Because I'm one, you know, very much, okay, I need these in a row. But I think the universe was telling me something. I have a little guest cottage on my property, and I rented it out the month I was leaving. Good for you. To like someone who the business, the company he works for pays me. Right. So do you know what I mean? Like there were so many things that were set in motion that the universe is telling me, but now I just have to figure out what I'm supposed to do. So, okay, universe, what's next? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> My husband said, okay, I know you think that whatever, but maybe you have to be. And so, 
yeah, I got to be proactive and kind of put some feelers out right. to do some different things. Like my husband said, maybe it's time try a few different things and then you'll know maybe I don't right. want to do this. Maybe I don't want to do that. So. Well, interesting story about the universe giving you signs. That's a great example. What happened to us was, because I am a firm believer in the universe, God specifically for me, but we'll say the universe, yeah. showing you the path. And before we moved to Kingston in 2009, I had a job opportunity that was going to have us move to Atlanta, Georgia. And every single time we tried to make a step forward, there were hurdles and there were obstacles and we'd take two steps back and there were signs and there were things that just were not showing us a clear path to move to the US. Now that I know what I know, I'm very grateful for the universe telling us to not move to the US. However, the following year, we had the opportunity to move to Kingston, which was 2010, and it was clear sailing. So we decided we wanted to move to Kingston. My husband went to his employer and said, I know I'm currently responsible for Northern Ontario. I'd like to move to be responsible for Eastern Ontario. Is there any availability there? They were sending him files in Eastern Ontario before I had signed my offer letter. We moved. It was, you know, a little few hiccups here and there, but clearly the universe was saying, nope, Kingston and Eastern Ontario is for you guys. The U.S. was not. And now that we've seen how the world has unfolded, I am very grateful for being guided in the direction of Eastern Ontario and Kingston because this is my life and this is my world now. I think that you will very likely try lots of things, maybe a few, maybe a lot, but the universe will also show you when it's not the right one just by circumstance, whether you don't get a job that you apply for, whether you try some you know, entrepreneurial endeavor and it's not successful, whether you end up having another life change, maybe you have to move or something crazy happens that this was just setting you all up to have space for. You don't know, but you will know because you obviously are very in tune to what's happening and the signs you're being given. It's very interesting to see how that happens for you as well. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when you say that, I've had to learn to flip my switch and not take things personally. Yeah. You know, when you try something and it didn't go the way it was planned. I tried something and it happened and I was so devastated and it was one of our mutual friends and she's like this is not a failure. You tried. I mean you know it wasn't meant to be and when I had to flip that switch going mm -hmm. okay wait a second you know what I went totally out of my comfort zone I tried something for whatever reason it didn't pan out but whatever right. and it's like you know what it did bolster my confidence because I was like you know what yeah I really went out on a limb on something completely different. Right. And so I am starting to change my whatever, but I didn't realize in some regards I have such a tough exterior, but I am a marshmallow. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we're all soft yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I had to realize, like, it's okay to sometimes go, okay, you know what? Yeah, it didn't work, but you know what? It wasn't meant to be. Right. Well, what I was thinking when you were talking, what our mutual friend does say is blessed release. Yes. And I really like that when you're in a moment or you're dealing with a person or a difficult situation. Yes. And I can hear her in my head saying, bless and release it. Thank yeah. you. Because you do have to let it go. Because yeah. stuff like that, if you carry it forward with you, really does bog you down for sure. Well, and I do find I am surrounding myself with more and more of the like-minded people and the ones that really truly want me to win oh we're rooting for you do you know what i mean yes because they have their own stuff it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they're 
whatever. But I have my own bag of hammers. I can't carry anybody else's right That's now. That's correct. Absolutely. So I am just trying to keep my head above water. Mm -hmm. And so that is what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Would you be willing in six months or a year to come back and share with our listeners where you've gotten to? Absolutely. I hope in six months it's still not the messy middle, but you know what? Absolutely. That would be wonderful. I appreciate that. I so sincerely appreciate your time and your honesty today. This is an interesting part of the journey and it's been so valuable for us to hear your story and where you're at today. I would encourage all of the listeners, if this was interesting, please reach out to myself or Tammy. Her contact information will be in the show notes, as is mine. We are always happy to have a conversation or a coffee with anybody who's at any part of their journey. This is a network and this is community and it's really important. Also, please like this episode. If you do, you could subscribe to the podcast as well and share it with a friend who you think might need to hear this. Thank you for listening today. Oh, 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 oh,